0: In the 21st century
1: Iron Podcast. This is a special edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. I have the honor of having uh, Dawson Tire on here, which is also the sponsor of the Moving Iron Podcast. Dawson Tire is the premier ag tire and wheel provider in North America, helping people grow. Guys, how you doing? I've got John Elder and Milton Castaneda. Does I say that right, Milton? Yep, that's right, Casey. Right on, man. Well, guys, I appreciate you being on the podcast, and I've, I've, uh, I've been around Dawson Tire for my entire career in this business. So over the last 12 years or so, I've been, I've been uh, part uh, of doing business with Dawson Tire, and now I'm, I'm honored to have you guys on here as a, as a sponsor of the podcast. So, um, John, let's go ahead and start with you. John, lay out who you are, what you do for, for Dawson Tire, and, and uh, kind of a little bit of your background. Sure. Thanks,
2: Casey. Uh, John Elder, I'm the vice president of sales for Dawson Tire and Wheel, Actually, uh, haven't been with Dawson too long, but I've been in the ag business for well, it's been almost twenty years, I guess, professionally. I've right worked for uh, worked for John Deere for a number of years, and then uh, just recently worked for Lindsay Corporation and
1: Center Pivot Irrigation Systems, and now I'm the sales manager for Dawson Tire and Wheel. Outstanding, man! All right, Milton, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do for Dawson Tire.
0: Yeah, so I'm Milton Castaneda, and um, I'm an inside sales consultant here. Been doing it here for the last four years or so, and have been in sales probably the last eight. Um, so I'm fairly new to the ag business, um, but the last four years uh, I've learned a lot for sure. Outstanding. All right.
1: So we were talking back and forth about uh, about what to what to do on this podcast and how to roll this out and. And you guys brought up a great thing that I think is probably the single most important deal when you're looking at used equipment um, is tires and how they look. And you know, I, everybody has this. Uh, I don't know if you guys get this or not, but I get the uh, the finger depth gauge quite a bit when I'm looking at looking at pictures of stuff. And stuff comes through. <laughs> Oddly enough, I guess everyone's finger is the exact same length here on planet Earth. But, but I get I get a lot of those pictures that show how deep the tire is tire tread is that way so we want to talk about evaluating tires and what that looks like and i think that especially with the way um tire prices are right now that is the single most um important thing not only cosmetically but when you have to retread a, a machine um, there there is some expense there that that could be uh could really wreck what you have as far as uh, used equipment goes if you don't have the right the right setup there so um Milton, why don't, you, why don't you start off there with, with, some, with how, kind of walking through what you look at. As you know, as from the inside sales rep. I know you guys are, are buying and selling tires all day long. Talk to me a little bit about what you look for in tires and, and how, that, how you kind of start that process.
0: Yeah, Casey. So, um, you know, when our dealers call us and want to uh, either want to trade their tires into us or, frankly, they just want a value on them as well, Um, What I ask for, the first thing, I mean, we have to identify the size of that tire. Um, That would be step one. Um, The second thing you'd want to look for is the brand, you know, is it a Firestone? Is it a Michelin? All those things will play a big value. Um, As you know, Michelin is uh, recognized in the ag industry as a top leading brand. Um, So that's that's very important to uh, identify that just so you know that you're going to try and get the Top value for it. Third thing you want to know um, in trading tires, and the, what I would want to know, we'll say, for example, a Goodyear is it a super traction? Is it a dyna torque Is it an ultra torque? Um, just knowing the model of that tire as well. Yeah. All and right. the, the fourth part to that is uh, you know, if you've got a, a gauge uh, with you. Um, that would be great. If not, uh, a tape measure works just as well. Um, the finger, uh, sometimes isn't the best. Um, so I do ask, Hey, you know, by chance do you have a, a tape measure. So, uh, that, that really helps, um, both ends really mm-hmm. want to give you the most value that I can in a picture, um, with a finger, just, uh, I could say it's 80%, but with a tread depth gauge, you know, it's, it gives you more of a spot on. Yeah. Um, And then the last thing you look for is uh, around the tire. Is is it uh, still usable? Does it have stubble damage to it? Uh, Are the sidewalls cracking? Um, So you want to look at all of those things, uh, and then you would assess your value that way.
1: Yeah. So using, like, if I tell you that the tire depth is two knuckles deep, that's not going to work for you. You're going to need a little more information than that.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, um, my knuckles are fairly small compared Mm -hmm. to others, (laughs) so it's not going to work out.
1: Right on. Another thing that I notice a lot when I start looking at tires is there's a number of things that can go wrong with a tire. Um, They could start to separate. There's a million other things. I mean, just the things that kind of pop in there. What are some telltale signs that you look at uh, beyond stubble damage and those kind of things? to start seeing just the overall structural integrity of the tire? How do you start, how do you judge that, and how do you, what do you look for there?
0: Well, you know, we we look for, um, we look for the sidewall cracking, you know, has it uh, been used with too little air pressure, um, which would then, in lead, eventually cause a, a sidewall bubble, of which I'm sure you've seen. Yeah. And being in the ag industry, you see a big bubble on the side, and, I mean, once you get that, you might as well just say you need a new tire because that thing is gone. Yep. And then, you know, another thing that comes into uh, consideration that a lot of guys don't think of as well, really comes in hand with used machinery. Um, you know, the tire might look good. It might have really good tread depth to it. Um, but then again, it might be 11 years old. So then again, we, we try and look at that as well. Um, Cause again, that would play a huge, uh, Value or the value in your dealership, where you know either you're trying to buy a piece of machinery with these tires and you allowed too much mm-hmm.
1: that's my next question I was going to ask you was just the overall tire age. How does that start playing into the overall lifespan of the tire? I mean, I know there's if you set a tire outside and it's been outside behind the shed for ten years it's, it's worthless, right, but if it's been on a a, t- a tractor or whatever, for five or six or seven, eight, nine years, whatever the number is. Um, how does that affect the overall integrity
0: of the tire? Yeah, you know, um, it, it, that's every guy says uh, tries to look at it differently. You know, before they'd say, hey, leave them outside for them to cure. Um, I'm not 100% on um, uh, how much truth there is to that. But at the end of the day, you know, you'd want that thing to be running and not just sitting out to rot because um, just having rubber out, as you can see, it's going to crack, and eventually, again, it's going to have separation in the carcass, um, which you don't really want. You don't want it to be on a machine running for five, six years instead. Right.
1: Is there a point it's, in time where, it's where it's you... It's hard to... Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no I am just going to ask you, is there a point in time where, let's just say I have a tractor that I don't use... As much as my other ones a backup tractor or, or whatever, you know, it's a special tractor in the family or something like that. Is there a point in time when I have to, I should look at that and say, you know what, I've had those tires on there for eight years. They still have plenty of tread on, them, those kind of things, but I probably should should start looking at maybe trading those tires out. Is that is that something to look for?
0: No, I, I really wouldn't um look at it that way just yet. You know, if it's a piece of machinery um that you just kind of use as your back or you don't really use a lot we'll say um i would say as long as those tires hold air i would use them to the end um you still want to look around um every now and again and try and see if um, there's any sidewall bubbles or if there's any um bead leaks just kind of those things and but no, I, I wouldn't look at trading that tire in or or switching it out just yet. Okay,
1: so tire technology has come a long ways here over the last, especially the last couple of years, with um, you know low sidewall tires, and and you know guys are looking at size of machines, and you know, do I need to get some some real fat super single type approaches? You know, nine hundred to twelve hundred. Um, metric tires, you know, just huge, huge tires in the front. We're starting to see some stuff like that. When you're when you're dealing with a customer and you're asking them questions, wh- what are some of the questions that you look at? And I mean, how do you determine when a a dual situation is better than a a super single situation?
0: You know, in those cases, it, it all really depends on the application. Every field is going to be different. Um, you know, there's you see other guys where Hey, if you're dueling it up with 800s, um, you'll see it outperform a big super single. Um, and then you have other guys say the other way around. Um, I think, you know, in the last few years, the big super single has come more into the market, um, has been more accepted and honestly, yeah, it it does do what it's been marketed to do. Um, and again, I really think it would come down to preference at that point as well.
1: Right. The, uh, the overall width of the machine starts to play into the effect of the tire size. Is that something that you would, that you start talking about with guys too?
0: Yes. Uh, that that was what I was going to say next as well. Yeah. The overall width, um, a lot of the guys, you know, Hey, if I can still achieve, um, this minimal soil compaction and still be able to float without having this wide of a machine, um, you know, you, you do it because trying to turn around is going to be a pain. Uh, so a lot of the guys, that is one of the things that they would consider as well, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, the overall size of these machines is just getting, uh, they're getting uh, wider and they're getting longer, you know, as, as machinery gets bigger. So there's a, a lot of things that are taking place out there. John, right now, as you you know, you've been around the ag business for a while. Like you said, you you you've done you worked for some manufacturers. You worked John Deere, and you worked for Lindsay Corporation on the pivot, center pivot center pivot irrigation side of the business. Um, I guess, what are some of the things that you've seen take place over over your career, and 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 how how are you uh, looking at the market right now? Yeah, so it's a really interesting market, Casey. <clears throat> I think uh, the ag industry is
2: definitely changed significantly. I mean, you just look at the use of technology within the ag industry in general and the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, today, um, you know, you're you're driving a computer when you're driving through the field. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing that I find is that most people don't even think or look at their wheel and tires or at their tires as long as they're holding air and as long as they're being able to move through the field, they're good to go. But in reality, it's probably the second most expensive wear part on any machine yeah. in the field today next to your engine. Yep. So um, people take really good care of their engine. Uh, there's a lot of technology in the engines. There's a lot of technology that's gone into the into the tires. Uh, it's just interesting that uh, it's probably the most overlooked aspect of any ag machine in the
1: in the industry today. You yep. yeah. So another thing Dawson Tire does well. Um, you guys are uh, really big into irrigation uh, tires for your for center pivot irrigation. I guess talk about that a little bit and, and talk about the uh, the technology you see there. It's not just a rubber tire on the end of an aluminum boom anymore. It's uh, There's a lot of stuff that go into those tires.
2: Yeah, there sure is, especially um, when you look at the irrigation world. You know, those, those tires run in the exact same spot over and over and over throughout the year. And if you get a year where you need a lot of irrigation and then it turns all year long, you know, Different soil types react differently to different types of tires. You've got your bias tires, you've got your radial tires, and you've got your uh, airless tires or no-flat tires, and there's different there's solutions for each one of those issues. The biggest thing with irrigation is figuring out what are the traction needs or what are the tracking issues that go along with with that particular field and that particular condition. Um, we offer various solutions to that uh, between the vortex radials, uh, trelliborg radials, Uh, vortex
1: bias ply um, and then even the rhino gator for for flat free the flat free tire is is one that i've i've watched here over the last four or five years kind of really grow you're starting to see more of those lime green tires out in the field and and as they as they kind of track across the field do you have more customers looking at that from a maintenance standpoint kind of a fixed cost kind of issue or do you is it just really just depends on on what their situation might be
2: you know, I think it's both, Casey. Um, you've got some situations where in the right soil conditions, those run flat tire, flat free tires, I should say, uh, are are a great solution where you may have had issues with tires uh, losing the bead, uh, tires getting punctures, or just tires wearing out, getting old and getting flats, and then your pivot gets stuck in the field. Uh, so it is a great solution if that's your one of your tracking issues. When you When you talk about... Most guys that have center pivots, um, when you ask them what their biggest concerns are, biggest issues, somewhere in the top three is going to be tracking, and it's either going to be having to fill in the tire tracks or do the maintenance in the end of the year, or uh, pivots getting stuck or flat tires on pivots. So it just kind of depends on the situation as to what their, you know, what's the best solution to theirs. The biggest thing with with irrigation is is understanding what those
1: issues are and then providing multiple solutions right on right on so as part of any any of this stuff goes i mean whether we're talking about tire strength or tire integrity or evaluating tires there's always a a service point that goes on there and we've talked about you you mentioned that earlier how there was a you know next to your engine tires are the are the most expensive thing on a on a, a a piece of equipment, and the maintenance that goes into that. Talk about the service Dawson Tire offers um, out there right now with the with the mobile trucks you have and, and some of the some of the servicing points of, of these tires.
2: Yeah, sure. So Dawson Tire we 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 uh, we offer do offer service in the uh, especially in the Nebraska Kansas kind of eastern Colorado markets uh, the markets where we have a a, the ability to get to relatively quickly. Um, we do offer full service trucks. Uh, they can do everything from a demount remount, uh, to fixing whatever you need when it comes to your wheels and tires. Um, Matt, who is our service manager, great guy, easy to talk to, easy to deal with, uh, really on top of the game. So really appreciate him going out there and, and, and being the front guy for the service department. Um, but it's just something, honestly, that I think a lot of uh, ag dealers, in my experience, they just they really don't want to mess with if they don't have to. And and so what we try to do, Casey, is provide a value to your John Deere, your Case, your Agco, any of the big dealers that have wheel and tire issues. Is we want to be that service provider. We want to be the one that, that can provide value. And instead of doing a demount-remount, hey, let's talk about doing an unbolt rebuild because it's a whole lot easier to send a technician out there and unbolt a tire and wheel that's had a problem child and rebolt one that's in good shape, uh, versus having to go out there and pull the rubber off and put new rubber on. So um, that's kind of where we want to end up in this in this field is be that
1: uh, the the solutions provider. Yep. So I'll ask this question to both of you, and you guys can both respond um, to it. like i said i've I've worked with dawson for 12 years and i've I've had nothing but great experiences with you guys and and what i really think is one of your high points to me is uh is your used tire selection um when you guys are when you look at your used tires how do you go about knowing you know what tires you're going to carry when i mean is it do you know do you have kind of a rough idea of what's out in the marketplace and what you're going to have coming in and what that looks like or are you kind of at the mercy of the market as to what's available at the time?
0: I'll speak to that um, quick. Um, yeah, no, for, for the last uh, here year, Nathan, um, who is our used inventory manager, he's really taken that on and um, being able to identify at what times of the year we'll need a certain type of tire, um, you know, whether it's harvest time or whether it's planting time. Um, what tires we need when and again um, just like buying machinery when you're buying a piece of machinery depending on the time of the year that tire at least to us would be more valuable as opposed to a different time of the year
2: yeah and i would say i would add to that casey and say that it's both right we try to adjust our model mix uh, or our mix of used tires as much as we can Uh, like milton said it's, it's kind of a Position of value, how much is it worth and when? Um, but the other side of it is we want to keep enough a uh, used inventory, uh, at, at our, at our store in Gothenburg or our store in Holly, Michigan, where we can supply the, the needs of, of the dealers as quickly as possible. Obviously we can't offer everybody to everybody all of the time. Uh, but by keeping the kind of the most, the fastest turning stuff in stock as much as possible, we're able to provide those you know solutions when you bring a when you bring a machine in on trade and you don't want to put brand new rubber on it um, hopefully we can find something that's eighty eighty five percent that you can put on there and increase the value when it goes to auction or when it goes to the next customer
1: right to me that's that's the that's the one of the greatest service that you offer is that is that used tire side of it so if I've got a five thousand hour tractor um, in some cases the uh the set of set of tool or set of duels all the way around it will be uh you know, could be a quarter of the value of the machine to even half of the value of the machine, and to me, finding that that seventy percent, eighty percent takeoff that that you can put on there, um, really brings that value back to the machine, right? So you're you're putting back on there, kind of what would be a representative sample of what you would what you would find for the hours or condition of the tractor or something like that. In some situations, it makes well, more patient. sense. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, you and I, I'm sure you've been,
2: I know I've been, we've both been, we've been to auctions. We've been to a lot of dealerships with a lot of used equipment sitting on the, sitting on the, on the yard. Mm-hmm. And what's the first thing that you notice uh, when you walk up to a piece of equipment, right? Tires. When you look at a piece of yep. used equipment, the first thing you're going to look at is you look at the condition of the tires, yep. unless it's beat up, dented, you know, but in most cases they're all in pretty good shape. They all look pretty, whether they're, they're shiny green or shiny red. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing is you look you look at it, and if it's sitting there with it's got an old pair, of, it's got an old set of tires on it, and there's a lot of wear. The first thing that pops into my head is, "Wow, that tractor's been used hard." Yep.
1: Even I've I've also done I've I've fell victim to this before. Is is you go to an auction and you see it like an old, give you a good example. Went to an auction one time, and there was a an eighty four forty rounder four wheel drive, um, and it looked like an eighty four forty. John Deere full drive, you know, faded paint, and you, know, you could tell it's just been it had been outside. You know, it's old tractor been outside for for a while, and it had a brand new set of tires on it. And this like the tires put an aura around around the, the tractor that I couldn't I couldn't draw myself from. But that that new set of tires made a world of difference in what that machine looked like and how how it presented itself and everything else that was there. So there is a there is a huge benefit to having a machine the way it looks. The tires make such a huge difference in in just the overall appearance of the machine. If you have a tire, I don't care how shiny it is, and you've got a four wheel drive tractor that's got thirty five percent rubber all the way around it, it's just not. It just does not look good, and it's not going to sell well. And you are going to. That's the first thing someone's going to ask you about is, what are you going to do about those tires? Or if you take it to an auction. You might it might sell for thirty grand less than what you think it should because of someone's thinking like, well, I got to put new tires on it. So, tires are such an important part of of the uh, the sellability and also just the appearance of a machine.
2: That's that's so true, Casey. I mean, we've seen actually where we we've, we've actually seen swings of you know forty thousand dollars on a four wheel drive tractor yeah. based on the condition of the rubber on the machine. So. You know, it's a uh, like I said. I mean, the, the engine is your most expensive wear component on a tractor, um,
1: but the next one is very likely the set of tires that are on it. Yeah, and that's why I like that that used tire selection you guys have. Is just if I can put a set of eighty percent rubber on a on a whatever ninety six twenty or whatever it is that I have out there, um, it's going to make the world a difference. And and it's not I'm not spending. 30 to 50 grand to to retire it i'm I'm gonna spend whatever the use price is 20 grand or whatever it is to to put those tires on there so it's a it's a it's such a big difference and the bang for your buck and all those things that go into that to me that's that's why i'm a big fan of what what you guys do with your used tire selection
2: yeah we really appreciate that casey i don't i don't know if you happen to see on linkedin or facebook but we ran a uh we ran a contest where we had a, a drone shot of our used tire selection and, and asked people to guess on, on how many there there were in inventory, and uh, the answer to the, the question was about 2,700. So right now, we have about 2,700 uh, tires or tire and, tire and wheel combinations in inventory at our Gothenburg location.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's let's talk about your different locations you have. So, if I remember right, you have three locations. You've got Gothenburg, you've got the place up in uh, Holly, Michigan there, and then you've got a place up in Canada as well. Is that correct?
2: Well, we do have two production facilities, one in Gothenburg, one in Holly, and then we've got a small, uh, kind of a lot slash distribution facility uh, in, up in Canada. Oh no. uh, but our two main facilities are actually in, in Gothenburg and, and Holly, Michigan. Holly's kind of west of detroit just outside of
1: flint michigan yeah and the the nice thing about dawson is that you've got uh you've got boots on the ground that, that go all over the place and i feel like uh in canada in the lower 48 you've got about you've got about every every state covered that's a pretty fair statement
2: that's a pretty fair statement we've actually here recently hired a couple of new people we've hired a guy who uh one of our sales guys who lives Uh, outside of atlanta georgia who's covering that southeast market for us Uh, and we just hired a guy uh, hired someone that lives in the omaha market who's going to cover kind of the kansas colorado market for us as well so um that coupled with we've got a couple people in michigan that cover that upper midwest market um i think we have pretty good coverage uh throughout
1: the country yeah yeah no i've i've uh about everyone I know and everyone I talk to in this business knows someone that works at Dawson Tires. So that tells me that you guys are uh, all over the place and you're, you're getting after it. So I think you've got uh, a great product. I think you guys have got a, a great system. And like I said, I'm I'm honored to have you guys here as a sponsor for the Moving Iron Podcast.
2: Well, Casey, we are, we're very pleased. We're, we're happy to be your sponsors. I love listening to your podcast. I think, you know, one of the things in the ag industry um, is the used equipment and um, you know, you're moving iron summit. Uh, that is, is just a huge, a huge help in the industry to shed some light on, you know, what are we doing to keep uh, dealers soluble and stable? Right. I mean, that to me is the key and, and keeping that iron moving is, is one of the biggest conditions, one of the biggest things we can do. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You can't, you can't move your, your used equipment fast enough. That's for sure. well, john and milton what's the what's the best way to get a hold of dawson tire and where can you find them out out there on the old interwebs yeah so um obviously dawson
2: tire.com uh any that has all of our contact information um the other way would be just call our uh our toll-free number which is 888-604-3403 uh speak to anybody
1: uh in dawson tire and we'll be happy to help you out right on well, guys, I appreciate you being on. I look forward to, uh, to next month when we do this again. And uh, till then, uh, let's go move some iron, folks. This is Casey Seymour. Out.
0: Moving iron in the 21st century. working people. trying